Welcome to the Amherst Wesleyan Church Sermon Podcast. Today I'd like to start by telling you a few simple stories. One is about a a woman named Janice. And Janice has some kids that are a little nuts. They drive her up the wall. And normally she can handle it, but just with everything going on, her kids have just been just weighing on her and driving her more and more crazy. And it gets to the point where all she can do to react to these kids is to complain about them and to to get after them and, and be harsh with them and impatient. And all she does is look at the situation and when she has a chance, uh, when she's away from the kids or even in front of the kids, but there's another adult around, all she can do is complain about them. And she takes... She takes all her frustration out and she complains about her kids. Let me tell you about a guy named Ray who lost his job. And uh, with everything going on and inflation the way it is, he feels overwhelmed and he feels frustrated by everything. And he's trying to think through what is he going to do next? How is he going to find a job to, to meet his bills? What kind of what kind of effect is that going to have? Is he going to be able to get a job that actually pays enough according to inflation so he can actually keep everything the way he's been going? And all he, he ends up sitting at home a lot of the time, sitting there, not working, just worrying over and over and over again about what's going to happen. Let me tell you about Grace who is going through some really messy family stuff. And it's just, there has been conflict and there have been issues brewing for a long time. And everything is just kind of swirling and building up right now to the point where every every person in our family brings a certain amount of baggage and a certain amount of issues to the situation. And she looks around at it and she feels like she doesn't have support. She doesn't know how to deal with it. She doesn't know what the, what the path out and away from this is. And she feels completely overwhelmed and it has left her feeling very, very depressed. Let me tell you about George, who over the years has discovered that there are certain things in his life that shouldn't be there. And, and he, he has been struggling with this temptation in his life for a long time. And recently he's, he's been pushing against it and he's been fighting the temptation. And he's been trying to grow and try to get out of it. But it seems like every time he takes a step away from the sin, away from the temptation, and he feels like he's doing well, he falls back into it and he falls back hard. And then he's, he feels like he's a failure. He feels like he, he'll never be able to do it. He, he stumbles and he's like, well, today's lost, so he just gives up for today. Or he looks at it and says, you know what, uh, this this week is a write-off. And so he just gives in to it for the week. And, and now he's beginning to feel like, well, th- I've, I've, I wanted this year to be different and this year has just been the same. And so he's decided he's just going to lean into the temptation. He's not going to waste the energy fighting it. And he's, gonna, he's just going to give in to the temptation. And he gives up on the influence of the Spirit in his life. 
Let me tell you about Angela. And Angela is a person that sees all the problems in the world. She sees the social issues. She sees the political issues. She sees how the, 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 the faults and failures of the church. And she's got a lot of friends. A lot of friends that have different lifestyles and different interests and different values. And she grew up looking at the Bible and she grew up reading the Bible and she grew up going to church. But now she's in this place where she sees all the problems and she sees these friends and these family members and these people that she loves and she cares about. And she is incredibly frustrated with how the Bible goes against those people, how the Bible has been used to hurt people. And she feels offended. She feels frustrated. She feels angry. That the Bible is going so hard against the culture and what she values and the people she loves. And so she decides that she's just going to push away from the Bible. That she's done with this. And that she just can't rely on it anymore. In life, there are no neutral actions. Everything we do adds something to our life. It, 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 it puts something in our life. If this jar is our life, it's not, it's not just something where we do any sort of action and it doesn't affect this jar. Everything we do adds something to our life. And there are certain actions that the more we do, the more it clouds it, the more it discolors it, the darker it gets, and, and the harder, harder to see through it and the harder to exist in it, it becomes. Some things add, some things clear, thing, clear it up, clean it, but there are no neutral actions. Things either muddy it, or clean it. And doing the things that I've talked about in this story, in these stories, which are made up people, by the way. I'm not talking about anybody in the church or anything like that. These are all hypothetical stories. But these people, as they deal with this stuff, have added messy, muddy things to their lives. And they've made it harder to see clearly. They've made it harder to function. And every action they've made has added something to their life. And now, it doesn't look right. It isn't right. This is what Paul says in uh, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 16 to 22. He says, Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Do not quench the spirit, do not treat prophecies with contempt, but test them all. Hold on to what is good, reject every kind of evil. Now, we've been in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 for this month. We've got this week and next week, 
to finish up this chapter. And we know that this is Paul wrapping up his letter to the Thessalonian church. And he's giving them some last minute, some final advice. And so he, he gives them this advice. He says, rejoice always, pray continuously, be, give thanks in all situations, don't quench the spirit, uh, test all things, hold on to what's good, reject every kind of evil. And I believe he means that this is what we're supposed to do, that these this is the way that we add good things to our lives and maybe the way that we deal with the bad things that have been added to our lives as well. I think he really means that we are supposed to rejoice always, that we're supposed to be joyful, that we're supposed to have joy even in hard, painful, rocky situations, that there is something there is some joy in it that I, I believe he's saying, no, actually, in every situation, no matter how hard and how horrible it is, and he's not saying that every situation is good. He's saying some situations are bad. But even in those bad situations, you need to give thanks in everything. He says, don't quench the spirit. Don't turn away from the Holy Spirit. Don't ignore the Holy Spirit. Don't give up on the Holy Spirit. Don't say, no, I don't want you anymore. I don't want you influencing me. I don't want you directing me. I don't want to hear what you're saying. I don't, don't quench the Spirit. He's saying you got to let the Spirit influence you and can continue to influence. Don't let Him stop. Don't stop Him from influencing you. He says, test all things. Hold what is good and abstain, get rid of, stay away from every kind of evil. I think to sum this up, we can say to stay healthy. If, if, if healthy is, is a clear, clean life, to stay healthy, you need to check the label and only ever use what's still good. Now, I, you may be thinking, how, okay, interesting, but how did you get that? Well, okay, so I'm, I'm looking at this passage. I'm seeing Paul saying, you know what? You got to stay away from evil. You got to check things out. And these are some of the good things that you should be doing. So I've kind of thought of that as like um, when, you're, when you're scrummaging, scrounging, scrummaging? You're scrounging through the kitchen cupboards and you're finding all these cans and boxes and things and you're looking for an ingredient to use and you, you decide you're going to open this can and throw it into your casserole and then you bake the casserole and you find out the casserole tastes horrible because the can was actually from 2009 and it expired in 2011. But it, it, it's been 11 years since then. And you use something that had expired, something that wasn't good, and, and now it's, it's ruined everything. Or you, you've looked at the label, or you didn't bother looking at the label, and you, you put something in that had uh, peanuts in it, and you tried to feed it to somebody that's allergic to peanuts. And, and what we've got to do 
if we if we can make that connection is it, what we've got to do is we got to make sure that we check the label we got to check the expiry date on those things before we use it before we put it into our food before we we try using it that we need to test all things check everything out and then only use what's good keep what's good keep the prophecies that are good and lean into the spirit be joyful be be praying continuously uh, give thanks in every situation Paul is saying let's look you've got to look at life you got to look at the actions that are around us you've got to look at everything that you could be doing and you've got to test it you've got to determine it you've got to look at the label you've got to read the ingredients read the expiry date and if something's not good then don't use it and if something is good that's what you want to use that's what you need to that's what you need to invest in. If these are the good things, you need to use these things. And if these are the bad things, you need to avoid them. Complaining, rejecting the spirit, leaning into worry, abandoning the word of God. That's, those are all things that are evil, that, that, that destroy life. And if you don't bother stopping and testing those things, determining, looking at the label, seeing the content of it, seeing the expiry date, seeing what the, what the real issues are uh, contained with those things, then you're going to put it into your life. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to take something that should be clear and it's going to discolor and cloud it. And so... Paul's saying, listen, you've got to test everything. If you want to be healthy, you've got to test everything. You've got to check the label on everything in your life. And you've got to only use what's good, what's healthy, what's going to add to your life. You've got to lean into the things like prayer and thanksgiving and away from complaining and away from worry. For example, what if Janice, who has these crazy kids, instead of complaining about them, chooses to have fun in the middle of the chaos, to find joy in the chaos, knowing that Maybe there's nothing she can do about it. Maybe there's, there's nothing that she can really change about the situation. Maybe there's not a whole lot that can, be, that can be done about it. And she's just got to deal with the situation. The situation is what it is. And so she looks at it and says, you know what? I'm going to rejoice in this situation. My kids are kind of nuts, but I'm going to rejoice in this situation. What would happen if Ray, who lost his job, instead of staying at home and thinking through all the possibilities and all the potential scenarios, decides to go home and pray about it? Is simply spend that energy and that time praying about the job, praying about maybe his budget and listening to the leading of God. What if Grace, who was going through all the messy chaos, of family chooses to be thankful for the situation thankful for what God is going to do in spite of the problems 
thankful for what God is going to do through the problems, how he's going to grow or how he's going to bring resolution or how he's going to use us to bring up root issues that need to be resolved. And instead of feeling depressed about it, feels, feels thankful for what God is going to do in the middle of that. What if George, who feels overwhelmed with temptation, instead of pulling away from the Spirit and saying, I'm giving up, what if he were to lean more into the Spirit, refuse to quench the Spirit and say, you know what, I just, I want the Spirit more. I want to hear Him more clearly. I want His power to have more influence in my life. And he leans into the Spirit. What if Angela, who is angry about the Bible and, and pushes against pushes against the Bible, decides, you know what, no. The Bible has to, has to be the defining feature. It has to be the Word of God that determines how I'm going to live my life and determines what I value in my life and determines how I, I interpret culture. And instead of rejecting the Bible, she decides to lean into the Word of God, to reject every form of evil, and instead chooses to follow the Word of God. Well, I believe that if we do that, something kind of crazy happens. We start doing stuff like that, and I think that cleans the water. I think that gets rid of the junk that we've been putting in. I think it cleanses it. I think it fixes it. I think it restores. This is a power of Christ restoring us to the way we were supposed to be, the way we were originally made to be. And if we do that, we find that our life isn't filled with loss. Our, our life ends up being filled with joy that we, we, we can find a way out of these things so we have greater clarity and better power and greater authority that these these problems, they, they come to us and they push on us, but they don't beat us. We have clarity, we have passion, we have drive to continue to stay strong in the middle of these things. And so we need to check the label. In order to stay healthy, we need to look at things in our lives. We need to check the label. We need to interpret it. We need to judge it. We need to determine whether it's good or bad, whether it's healthy or unhealthy, whether it's righteous righteous, or evil. And then we need to only put the good stuff in our bodies. We only need to, we need to make sure that we reject the evil behaviors, reject the evil thoughts, and only lean into the good, holy things. We need to rejoice. We need to pray. We need to give thanks. We need to keep listening to the Spirit. We need to honor God's Word. We need to test everything. We need to only do good, never evil. Because in order to keep your head clear, in order to keep your soul healthy, in order to keep, stay healthy, you need to read the label. Check everything. And only ever use what's good. If your life is a casserole, only put good ingredients in. Check the label. Look at the canned goods. Determine whether it's good or bad. 
determine whether or not you want those ingredients in your life or not. And only use what's good. Hold on. Do not, do not treat prophecies with contempt, but test them all. Hold on to what is good. Reject every kind of evil. Test them all. Hold on to what is good. And reject every kind of evil. Thanks for listening and being part of our church and joining us in this journey to become down-to-earth people following Jesus in down-to-earth ways. Mm-hmm.